0: So good. Well, we're going to, my goal this morning is not to talk a long time. Um, I want to just have a time where we just pray afterwards. So I know those are like a preacher's famous last words. I'm not going to talk a long time. Two hours later, we're all still here and I'm still talking. Yeah. So take that with a grain of salt, but it is the goal (laughs) this morning. So if I can set that as a goal, but yeah, so I'm really expectant, bless you, really expectant for what the Lord wants to do. Can we just enter in prayer real quick? I feel like we need to pray. So Holy Spirit, we invite you here. And Lord, we don't just give you a little bit. We give you everything. So Holy Spirit, we ask you that you'd fill this entire room. And Lord, my prayer and my desire this morning is that the reality of who you are within us would be made more real. Because sometimes we feel like maybe we're in a dry season, but if the Holy Spirit is within me, then the living water is within me. So Jesus, where there are dry places, I'm asking that you would give us a greater reality of your living water that never runs dry. We ask you that you would lead this time in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 As I was praying for this, I was kind of like, Lord, what do you, what do you want me to, to talk about? And the phrase that I've been hearing the whole weekend, which is funny because we talked about it last night and then Will talked about it, which is, there is more. Yeah. There is more. And the Lord's been building this thing inside of me over the course of the last months. We, we went through the book of Ephesians as a church, which is one of my favorite books. And I began talking, if you were here during that time, about spiritual maturity, um, out of Ephesians four, and what the Lord is beginning to show me that I feel is so relevant for our hour is the reality of what is within us. I think sometimes and i've I've been guilty of this, I think sometimes i'm trying to figure so many things out instead of resting in what is within. I think we're trying to pull things down instead of Resting in and abiding in and releasing the power of the Holy Spirit that is within us. Oh man, this is going to be, Woo! Listen, I felt this morning that the Lord wants to release a fresh perspective. And here it is, heaven on earth is inside of you. Jesus did not come just so that we could go to heaven. Jesus came so that heaven could be in you. So that the reality that is inside of you is heaven. There is more. So we, we know who the Holy Spirit is, but I want to read from John 14. This is Jesus talking, verse 16, he says, I will ask the Father, we probably all know this passage, and he will give you another what? Helper. And it says that he may be with you, how long? Just a little bit? Forever. He will be with you forever. Listen to this. That is the spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive because it does not see him or know him. But listen to this. But you know him because why? Because he abides in you and will be with you. So Jesus is saying to the disciples, he's saying, look, when I go, I will ask the father and You will have the helper inside of you that will be with you, not some of the time, but forever. And he will be within you. So it's not something I have to like, oh, how do I figure this out? It's like, no, 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 no. The Holy Spirit is within me. If you are a believer this morning, which I believe everyone in this room is, then that means that you have the Holy Spirit, the person of the Holy Spirit is actually within you. It's inside of you. As a believer. And the Holy Spirit's primary role is to do what? Does anybody know? Interactive. What's the Holy Spirit's primary role? To make known everything I've taught you. That's good. And I would say, to me, the Holy Spirit's primary role is to testify and point you to Jesus. There's a lot of other things that He does. But the reality is, is even your praying a prayer, believing in Jesus was prompted by the Holy Spirit. He's in everything. He's he's constantly working. Ephesians 1.13 says, in him, you also, after listening to the message of truth, the gospel of your salvation, having also believed, you were sealed in him with the Holy Spirit of promise. That Greek word sealed actually means to set a mark upon. So when you come to know Jesus, your life is marked by the Holy Spirit. You're sealed by the Holy Spirit. 1 Corinthians 6.19 says, Do you not know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit whom you have from God and you are not your own? Did you know that you are not your own this morning? You are his. The Holy Spirit has sealed you. He has marked you. I love this quote by uh, a pastor named Russell Johnson. I told this in our staff meeting just a little while ago, and it says this, Revival isn't for the perfect, but for the honest, hungry, the broken, and contrite, those who refuse to live without it. Hmm. Revival is for those who refuse to live without it. I feel where we're at in culture, where we're at in the church, I think there's a temptation to forget what the Holy Spirit empowers us as believers with. And I think we have people and, that are walking around trying to figure out how to get more of something. If I can just have this, if I can have peace, if I can do this. And what we're missing is that it's in us. John seven thirty eight says, If you believe in me, from your innermost being will flow rivers of living water. When he said this in verse 39, we find that he says this in reference to the Spirit. The Holy Spirit within you is actually living water inside of you. What if we woke up and we realized and acknowledged the power of the Holy Spirit that's within us every morning? What would shift in your mind? What would happen if I woke up in the morning and I said, Holy Spirit, I acknowledge you. I give you my soul, my mind, my will, my emotions, and I ask you to lead me on this day. What would happen? What would happen if we just said that, if we said it out loud, if we made that declaration acknowledging the spirit inside of us, what would happen if I went to pump gas and I saw someone across from me? What would my perspective change? Would something shift instead of me trying to, okay, I'm just going to go about my day. What if there was an actual, like there was something that happened when we acknowledge the Holy Spirit that's moving and he wants to do something, but we just have to take that moment and say, Holy Spirit, I am fully yours. Every day. I think the enemy, one of the things that he's done is he wants us to think that we just have a little bit inside of us. Like, here's what you have, you know. This is all you have. So you're going to need to go find the rest of this stuff. And you're going to need to search in other places like culture, like politics, like media, like all this other place. You're going to search for all these, all your significance, all this other stuff here, instead of realizing that the power and your identity is within you wow. through the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Like we don't have to spend our time trying to figure out how do I find peace, joy, authority, comfort, power, truth, the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is the comforter. The Holy Spirit is your peace. The Holy Spirit is your joy. Man, that's that's good. I just, I just feel like this is important. The disciple of Jesus understands that the only way they navigate even the smallest aspects of life is through the Holy Spirit. The disciple of Jesus is daily convinced and convicted of the power of the Holy Spirit within them. Are you convinced of what's inside of you? Are you convinced of it? Like, do we walk around convinced that there's power and authority inside of me? I remember when I was in Brazil, we had a group of kids and we were, we were gonna pray for them and I did not feel like praying for anybody. I was like, man, I don't, I don't really want to be around here. And this kid had an ankle injury, and I just remember, just okay, I'm just, I'm just gonna pray, you know. We'll just see what happens. And I just prayed. I'm not expecting anything to happen. I'm like, sort of in like, I'm ready to be home, missions trip mode, you know. When you're on the back half of a mission trip, and you're like, I'm ready to be home. And I prayed for his ankle, not expecting anything to happen. Well, of course. The translator asks him to test it out. And so he just starts testing it out. All of a sudden, it's completely better. And I'm like, I wasn't feeling it. (laughs) Sometimes we're not going to feel it. Sometimes we're not always going to be like, oh, man, I can feel the fire. I can feel electricity. But when you step out and allow the Holy Spirit to use you, things change. Things shift. Atmospheres shift. Ankles shift. Ankles get healed. Backs get healed. But you have to be convinced that stepping out, he will meet you in that place when you step out. You have to be convinced of that. What if we don't actually have to wait for revival, but we can choose to live in it? I love looking at the, the revivals and the mass gatherings, and I believe that the Lord's going to do it again. But I think one of the misconceptions that I think I grew up believing is that we just have to wait for revival. Revival. I just have to wait for someone over in some state or country to start this thing that ends up turning into a revival. And I've got to wait for them, and then when they do it, I'll just fly over and be part of it. Yeah. And it's like we're trying to figure out, okay, revival, like Jesus, bring revival. And listen, I, I prayed that prayer, but the Holy Spirit is convicting me right now that instead of praying Jesus bring revival, instead it's Holy Spirit, be a revival in me. What if I went to pray in the emergency room, and I brought healing to patients dealing with COVID, and that was revival filling the hospital? What if I don't have to wait for another move of God, I get to be a move of God? Sometimes as a church, we get locked in trying to figure out, okay, let's just gather 20,000 people, and I love that, but what if it starts with two? What if it's five? What if it's you at Walmart? What would happen if we woke up in the morning and we just gave him everything? Would our life change? I think religion makes us think that It's later, or we always have to do something more to get where we need to. Religion says, oh, you'll figure it out. Just wait longer and do all this stuff. Try to do works, good works. Just try to figure it out. And the Holy Spirit's like, no. You get to walk in it now. So this morning, the biggest question I wanted to ask us is, do we understand what we have access through with the Holy Spirit? Do we understand this morning that, look at this list. This looks overwhelming, doesn't it? You know what I love about this is, this is what the Holy Spirit is inside of you. This whole list is not something that you have to figure out how to have. It's inside of you. He witnesses. He comforts. He searches. He loves. He testifies. He brings understanding. He helps us as we pray. He guides us. He gives gifts. He's our helper. He's the spirit of truth. He teaches us things. He convicts us. He fills us. He demonstrates. He intercedes for us. And I think sometimes I live my life trying to say, okay, uh, I just have to like, how do I get more peace? Peace. Instead of saying, Holy Spirit, would you be peace for me today? Holy Spirit, would you be joy for me today? Holy Spirit, would you fill me with power today? Holy Spirit, would you comfort me today? And we're trying to find these things in places. And the Holy Spirit's like, hey, I'm living water. I'm within you. And I desire to let you know who I am. I desire to fill you, to teach you, to show you what truth is. We just have to step back and say, oh, I acknowledge you, Holy Spirit, and I enter into who I am as a believer and what I have access to. You're not a powerless believer that's trying to figure out how to have power. In the face of fear, in the face of virus and All this stuff that's shaking, we're not trying to figure out how to find where we need to go. We get to just trust and believe in the spirit of truth to lead and guide us. And then we don't need to be afraid. We get to walk fearless. Jesus wasn't worried when he was on the boat in Matthew 8. Jesus was sleeping. And the disciples were offended that he would be sleeping when there's a storm. Oh, <laughs> COVID, all this stuff. You know what I think? I think Jesus is like, hey, wake up. Yeah. Yeah. Realize what's inside of you. Yeah. I was in the boat sleeping because I want you to know the faith and the Holy Spirit that is within you. That can, You can rebuke that storm. You can rise up as a church and say, I will not walk in fear. Amen. I will rise up in who I am. Through the Holy Spirit that is inside of me. Jesus was asleep and he said what? He said, oh, ye of little faith. If your faith is in God, then you don't need to try to figure out all this stuff. No, no, no. You get to cast fear out. You get to look fear right in the face and say, that's not who I am. I know the Holy Spirit's bigger than that. I am not moved by what I see. I am not moved by what I feel. I am moved by what I believe. So do you believe that this is who you are as, as a believer? Do you believe that you have access to this? Because so many times I don't believe it. I walk around and I'm like trying to, uh, oh, how do I do this? And instead of believing that he wants to demonstrate through me, he wants to fill me, he's teaching me, Galatians 5 talks about the fruit of the Spirit. The fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, self-control. That's the fruit of walking with the Spirit. You You have access to all of those things through the Holy Spirit. So what I believe, and... I'm going to enter into a time of prayer after this is I believe one of the things that's going to mark the next generation and the next move of God is that we're not waiting for something. We're choosing to be the change. We're choosing to be what the Holy Spirit wants to be in this hour. We're speaking, we're, we're going to choose to walk in the fullness that Jesus paid for on the cross, not part of it. So we're going to step in and we as believers, we have to be bold and we have to be courageous. But the way that we're going to do that is by being confident in who we are. Come on, if you know who you are, nothing can shake you. When you read the book of Acts and you see the apostles and you're like, how did they do that? It's because they were so anchored in who they were. If you know who you are and you know the authority and the power that is within you through the Holy Spirit, then you can look anything in the face of it and you can say, I am not worried about you. I'm not afraid about you. I'm going to walk by the Spirit. Greater things is what Jesus said. I read that verse last night. It's John 14 again. Greater works than these will you do. I want you to think about that because I think sometimes we think, okay, if I can, you know, honestly, I'm thinking if I can just do what Jesus did, I'm good. If I can just do what Jesus did, and that's great, but Jesus said, actually, my desire is that you would do even more than I did. My desire is actually that you would see things greater than even I did here on the earth in my time in ministry. I'm empowering you to do greater works. What if in this next season we stepped into living in the greater works? What if we stepped into living from a place of the authority that is within us and then we're going to see revival happen, but it's not going to be this thing that we're striving for. It's each and every person in this room being a revival every day. So I just want to pray for us. Justin's got to have some keys. Um, We can go ahead and stand up. I know it's Saturday afternoon, it's almost lunchtime, it's morning, it's almost afternoon, 30 minutes. But I want to just pray for us and I just want us to enter into this this morning. What I felt like the Holy Spirit wanted to do is he wants to give us a greater realization of who we are. He wants to give us a greater realization of what is within us. That when you pray, things shift. I just wanna invite you this morning, if you wanna say yes in your heart, I just wanna invite you to just come to the front. And I'm just going to pray but I believe that there's something that says I I if you desire more like I'm hungry for more. Jesus. There is more. Holy Spirit, I ask you that you would open our eyes to the reality of who you are in a greater way. And we just say in this church and in this house and in this city, we acknowledge the Holy Spirit. And Lord, we thank you for filling us afresh. Lord we take a step this morning we say we will be a people that will press in for the more for the more that is within us show us comfort us Guide us, lead us, demonstrate through us, intercede with us, fill us. Give us gifts, Lord. And Lord, we just say that we will walk by the Spirit. Like it says in Galatians 5.16, walk by the Spirit and you will not carry out the desires of the flesh. So we just say we will walk by the Spirit, we will be a people led by the Spirit. person? Would you show us that we have living water within us? I am a vessel of living water. Lord, we ask you that you'd fill us with more fire fire of the holy spirit on us. We desire to be a revival. That people would come up to us and they wouldn't realize what they're about to get. And what they're about to get is a manifestation of the Holy Spirit. just coming in he's he's in in you right now and, and there's a realization that where there's dry places there's living water to be had and so Lord wherever there's dry places I ask you that you would show us the living water that you would reveal to us the living water that you would reveal to us the well that is within us through the Holy Spirit. Would you fill us afresh? engaging him.
1: I actually feel really, really stirred up about this. I, this really is an invitation this morning for a marking moment for all of us. And, and I, the Lord started talking to me I, as Andrew was talking about this. started talking to me about our history with God. I know most of you. And I know you have history with God. And our history with God gives us a knowing of Holy Spirit. A knowing of Holy Spirit who lives in us. You have a knowing of Him that I feel like right now There's something God is doing in this moment that is stirring up your knowing in a new way, in a deeper way. And I was remembering how David, you know, David saw Goliath differently. Why? Because of his history with God. Joshua, I believe Joshua saw the giants in the land differently because it said when Moses would leave the tent of meeting, Joshua would stay. Joshua knew the presence of God and he saw his enemies differently. And I believe there's some enemies right now going on in our lives that God is doing something right now in this moment to defeat some things that we're facing. David went on to write Psalms, and he, if you read Psalms, like he faced a lot of hard times. And every single time, what did he go back to? He went back to his knowing. And right now, God's taking you. I just, even in like this conference, back to the future, like it's what God's doing. And right now, he's stirring up your knowing of Him. You're knowing of Holy Spirit who lives inside of you for what you're facing right now. Holy Spirit, I, I, I just kept hearing this while Andrew was talking, Holy Spirit is never afraid. Our minds can't even grasp that. He's never afraid. Of all the things going on in the world, He's never afraid. So when we tap into him when we go into our knowing of him that's what we go into and fear has to give way and you know i I haven't been afraid of COVID this whole time but i have been afraid of people i've been afraid of people's reactions to what i might say i've been afraid of what people might think i've been afraid of people And I'm going into my knowing right now. And I do believe that right now he's marking us with a deeper knowing. And he's taking our history with him into our moment right now. And he's launching us into a deeper place of just what Andrew was saying. Of living in the knowing of Holy Spirit who lives in us. And we don't have to wait for it because he's always there. (laughs) And he's always revival. And he's always peace. And he's always joy. And he's always goodness and kindness and faithfulness and self-control. That's who he is. Always. So I even think right now that there's some things you're facing that you're going to see differently right now. You're going to see it differently because of your history with God that, he, that he's bringing to your remembrance. I love that Will said last night, God loves to remember. He tells us over and over and over and over again to remember. Why? Because it's a knowing of him that changes how we see. And he's changing how we see things this morning. He's changing how we think about things. He's changing how we feel about things. Right here, right now, he's doing that.
0: Yeah, Yeah, I think there's this place where... where there's, a, there's an ability right now just to say, Holy Spirit, would you be this for me right now? If that's peace, if that's freedom, if that's not being afraid, if that's courage, if that's joy, Just ask, just ask him, say, Holy Spirit, would you be peace for me right now? Holy Spirit, would you be freedom for me right now? Holy Spirit, would you be joy for me right now? now I ask you Lord for a fresh perspective that minds are being renewed that minds are being renewed We relinquish control when we say we want our lives to be continually controlled by the Holy Spirit. Every day, every day we desire that we would walk by the Spirit, that we would be continually controlled, that we'd wake up and we say, Holy Spirit, have my day. Holy Spirit, have my thought life. Holy Spirit, have my heart. Holy Spirit, I, I give you my mind, my will, and my emotions today. Would you lead and guide me? Would you direct my path? Would you direct my steps? As I was praying for this, my mind started to get really, like my head started to get warm. And I felt like the Lord, I, I, I think there's specific people in the room. You need to put your, your, he, your, your hand on your head. And you need to begin to declare things that, that your mind is renewed. That you have the mind of Christ. That through the Holy Spirit, you have the mind of Christ. That through the Holy Spirit, you don't have to be tormented by thoughts that, that, that aren't of the Lord. That through the Holy Spirit, you don't have to, to be anxious. That through the Holy Spirit, you can have a mind that is renewed. You can have the mind of Christ. It's not something we have to just, oh, if I could fight through my thoughts. No, Holy Spirit, would you renew my mind? There are specific people in the room right now that I feel this is for you. A mind that is renewed. A mind that is renewed. Holy Spirit, would you fill my mind with thoughts of you? Would you renew our minds? Change our perspective. Give us a fresh perspective. Give me a fresh perspective every day, every morning that I wake up. Give me a fresh perspective. Give me a fresh perspective. We declare fear go Holy Spirit come where there's fear Holy Spirit would you enter would you come into that place of fear would you allow us to see that we do not have to be afraid fear go Holy Spirit come where there's fear We ask right now that there would be a renewing, that that fear would cease. Fear of getting sick, whoever that is. Right now, just begin to declare, I will not get sick. The Holy Spirit is with me. I do not have to be afraid of getting sick. There's someone else in the room. Fear of letting people see who you really are. Say, I don't have to be afraid because my identity is in Christ within me. Holy Spirit, would you continue to move within us? of fear has to go. You are fearless, very cool. you are courageous.
2: Spirit come.
0: make us fearless because of our trust in you. We ask you Lord where where there needs to be a uh, that you would fill us with such courage that we know that you will protect us. I feel like there's specific people in the room that you need you you need to know that he is your protector. There's also some someone in the room who you, you know you're supposed to take a step of faith and because of fear you've been questioning. And this morning the Holy Spirit is saying step out and take that step and trust that I will lead you, that I will guide you. Fear will not We will not base our decisions on fear. We will be a church in this city that will not base our decisions on fear. We will be a people that will not base our lives around fear.
3: new confidence that's rising up in us. I just kept hearing Acts 3 Peter on the way to the temple silver and gold have I none but such as I have such as I have I give to you And Lord I just thank you that we have the Holy Spirit is within us the power that raised you from the dead is inside of us. And I thank you that you are rewiring our mindsets. I thank you that inadequacy is breaking off, accusation is breaking off. Some of us have lived more in the place of the accusation of what you're not walking in and the reality of what you have in Jesus. Your awareness of that is about to grow beyond the accusation. Such as I have, I give to you. I will not withhold the power that raised Jesus from the dead that is within me. I will not listen to the voice of inadequacy telling me that, well, I don't have, I don't have this, I don't have enough money, I don't have, I don't have this, Lord, when I have Holy Spirit. And so, Father, we just thank you for a new confidence in what we have, that David, in, in the midst of the accusation, had these five stones and a sling. He had never killed a giant, but he killed a lion and a bear. And he knew his God. And Father, I thank you that in this room are people that have those stones in their hands and they have killed a lion and a bear. And they have seen you move. And they have lived in your presence. And they will slay giants. And I thank you for a new confidence in what you carry what God has deposited in you, Holy Spirit in you and your history. And it's been a constant theme throughout this this time. And I feel the convergence of your history with the reality of Holy Spirit in you and the move of God. And I want to bless that convergence over your life that's releasing a new confidence over you that you're not ashamed of Holy Spirit, and you're not ashamed of your history with God. You're not ashamed of your five stones. You don't need the armor of the flesh. The greatest power in the universe is inside of you right now. And God himself has deposited Holy Spirit in you. And you are rising up in confidence. This is your time. And, Lord, I thank you that you are releasing us. Even though I just break off, some of you right now are just about to go through a deliverance. The spirit of accusation leaves now in the name and authority of Jesus Christ himself. We bind you, accusation. We command you to leave. Say, accusation, go. Accusation, go. We come out of agreement with accusation in the name of Jesus now. You must leave our lives. You must leave our lives in the name of Jesus. Freedom. 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 Now. 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 Free. 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 Our minds are released. We are free. You're free. We are free. We are free. We are free. Such as I have, I give to you. Such as I have, I give to you. I will not hold it back. I will not hold it back. Freedom. I will not agree with the accusation that I don't have enough silver or gold. I have Holy Spirit. I have exactly what freedom. you need.
0: Free in Jesus' name. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah, I feel like the freedom too. There's a freedom for some of us. We've been so afraid of using our voice in this season. There's been a fear around, oh, should I not say this, should I say this? And I feel the fear of God is coming that says, you are empowered to speak my will. You are empowered to be a voice in this time. There are people that you have a voice. And the Holy Spirit is saying, use your voice in this season. Do not be afraid of using your voice in this season. It doesn't matter what people think. It matters that you're obedient to Him. Lord, would you break us? Would you break us from being so concerned about what others think instead of what you think? (laughs) Lord, that it would be less about what others think and more about what you're saying. That we wouldn't be led by the voice of others, but by the voice of the Holy Spirit inside of us. Some of you, I feel like there's a breaking from others' expectations. There's a breaking from, from being concerned about, about others instead of being, and, and we're going to be so focused on the Holy Spirit, on being obedient to His leading.
3: Some things in your heart to pray
4: over so would you just pray? yes um father I thank you that you are more than able to do exceedingly abundantly above and beyond all we could think us or imagine and I agree I agree with you over us right here right now we take the limits off we take yes. the limits off we look to you the author and finisher of our faith catch us up right Open, open up all the fullness of Christ and his inheritance in us. Open, break open the alabaster. Break open to the fullness of your inheritance in Christ. Open our eyes to see and our ears to hear. That we would step in. Step in in this time. Stay in. In this place, open wide, open wide, Father, and catch us up with you in this region, in this time, in the body of Christ, each part, moving, living, moving, having our being. In you, we yield, we yield, we surrender. It's your beautiful invitation, and we step in. We step in, we step in. We open wide those doors, and we say, come in, King of God.
3: words, pictures. Amy was sharing just how she had this vision from the Lord about her being a a sword as, as she yielded to the Lord, the Lord taking us and using us as his swords and sharpening us and honing us with the oil of the Holy Spirit and making us sharper for this season. Lord, we thank you for that. Mark over here had an amazing vision last night of just having this little cup that he was offering to the Lord, and it was like There was a fire hydrant, (laughs) and the cup didn't work at all. And he was just blown away. Lord, we just thank you for what you're doing. We thank you for what you're releasing over us, God.